Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag BYU. Coach Lamb, Coach Hadley, Coach Guilford. Um, that in, in uh, you know, in connection with the uh, graduate assistants and the analysts that we have on our team, on our coaching staff on the defense side, did an amazing job. So really thankful that we're going to have a great game plan. I felt like we were disruptive as a team. Uh, obviously, we felt like we had a lot of plays out there that we could have made, but you have to give credit for UCF and and uh, for Gabriel being able to uh, you know run. <laughs> He's athletic and being able to find ways to create more uh, time for himself on, in, in the passing game. Kalani Sitaki happy with the defense. They played well. The offense played well, and it added up to a blowout. You knew where this game was going. Before halftime, they were up 35-10 at the break. They win 49-23. An exclamation point, PK, with Zach Wilson throwing for 425 yards. It wasn't a game. It was a party. That was a blowout. Yesterday was the best day of my life. The Cougars win. The Lakers lose. What more could you ask for as a human being, Dave? Way to tweak you fans. Nice. Well played. Zach Wilson throwing for three scores, running for two more. Tyler Algier, 173 yards on the ground. A route, a whooping, an exclamation point. And now an awesome year. How long do you get to savor it before you ask the question, can you do it again? Because football fans always want more. Yeah, for sure. I was talking with people, uh, not talking, uh, texting with people on the staff last night, and they were extremely excited about next season. And so, yeah, they think that they're going to have a lot of kids coming back, and they think that they've got something going here. And so, to the extent of, a, what would they go, 11-1 this season? I don't know that they could do that. But this this team was just, uh, this game really just capped off a phenomenal season. This is the best game that I think I've seen BYU play since 06 Vegas Bowl. That's how good they were when that Vegas Bowl team just worked uh, Oregon, I think it was 38-8. I don't know that I've seen anything better. I don't think I have. I think it was the best performance that I've seen, the most dominant performance I've seen. What is that? Uh, do the math. Is that uh, 14 years, years ago? 14 years ago? If it was yeah, 06. It 11. Yeah, 06, right. I, I transposed the 6 and the 9. Yeah. I mean, it was just so dominant in so many ways. And... They did it this week without most of the offensive coaching staff. They've all got the COVID thing going on, so they couldn't be out there. And I thought Aaron Roderick, what a game plan. He called all sorts of stuff offensively. Seemed like every time it was third down, they did that little underneath crossing drag pattern to Mill, and then he'd catch it, and then he had the blockers uh, setting up a little wall on the right side, and he'd get the first down. Absolutely brilliant. I I can't say enough about how well they played. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Um, I mean, obviously, first and foremost, just happy for him. Um, It's 
something that, I mean, over the, the course of, I think well, I've been here seven years now, he's been a year more than me, so eight years, and seeing him kind of grow from um, gangly tall, um, I think he played Julie this kind of first year and a half kind of thing, whatever it was, and um, obviously to be a, a huge part of what we do now. And um, yeah, just just really really happy for him. Um, he's worked hard. Uh, I think everybody everybody knows that um, his kind of passion and desire to win is something that obviously is is extremely great to, to have someone like that on your team. So. Um, I mean, I'm not signed for five years, but I'm glad to play with him for a little bit longer. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, just just really happy for him um, and, and what he's done over the last however many years. That's Joe Ingles talking about Rudy Gobert's new deal, the Jazz. It's odd how it works, PK. You always talk about sports renewing itself. One season ends, another starts. BYU wraps up, and the Jazz tip it off tonight. They play the Blazers in Portland, 8 o'clock game. You'll hear the pregame right here on 97.5. Utah State will be playing on 12.80, the zone. They're going to have everybody tonight. Derek Favors is on the injury list with right knee soreness, but he's listed as probable. And we don't know how many minutes he's going to play anyway. It's going to be interesting to see in this rotation. You know he's got to play 12 to 15 minutes backing up Rudy. How many more does he get beyond that? 20, 25? I don't think he's playing 30. Derek Favors playing 30? No, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, I'm excited for the season to start. The games count. This is awesome. We're off tomorrow, so I don't have to worry about commercials and having the game end so I can go to bed. I can stay up and watch it because I don't have to get up before the crack of dawn at this point in the year when it's still dark. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to see what they have. Uh, the other thing Joe Ingles mentioned is there is that uh, he got a scare this week. He had a positive COVID test, ended up being a false positive. So he's back, he's ready to go, and he'll play tonight in Portland. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. These are obviously highly unusual times and a very different ring ceremony without fans. And to the Laker fans and to the 20,000 people or so usually here, Jeannie, we're going to make it up to you. We'll do this again when the fans are back in the building. And to the Lakers organization, Jeannie Buss, Rob Palinka, Frank Vogel, and their staff, thank you, congratulations. It's been, I know it's been a really difficult year for everyone here. And to the team, almost 100 consecutive days in the bubble. That itself deserves a trophy. Also, for lots of reasons we won't mention tonight, just also a very tough year for this organization, even beyond the pandemic. Congratulations to all of you. You're our champion. And let me just end by saying such great appreciation we have, not just for the Lakers and the Heat for making the finals, but all 30 teams in this league and their staffs and the literally thousands of people that it takes to put on NBA basketball. Those people, including those in the arena, the Staples Center here tonight, we may not have fans, but I want to thank healthcare professionals and the essential workers for allowing us the opportunity to continue working this season. So once again, congratulations to the Lakers and the Lakers fans everywhere. Look forward to the ring ceremony tonight, Jeannie. 
That's the commissioner, Adam Silver, as the Lakers tip off the season. (laughs) And I want to thank LeBron and LeBron and LeBron and LeBron and LeBron. Everybody else. There's the guy who delivered the title. You getting anywhere near that title without LeBron? I haven't been in the bubble, so I can't uh, speak to it. But, uh, well, let's just say I'm thankful for the military and leave it at that. Lakers get their championship rings, then they start slow, and they don't recover, and the Clippers win 116-109. Isn't that how the last season started? Clippers won the regular season showdown, and and the Lakers took the title. And here we are, it's Groundhog Day. Clippers win the regular season opener. I don't remember last year, so I can't answer that. Uh, But uh, Clippers got some talent, and Paul George played very well. You know, I don't know that he's great at anything, but he's good, very good, above average on a lot of things. Now he has to do it in the postseason. Uh, but uh, Clippers have some talent, and they're going to be a tough team to deal with in the regular season. 33 points and six boards for Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard had 26 points, six boards, and six assists. That was one of two games. The other game, the Brooklyn Nets had an easy time with the Warriors, got a big early lead, and just kept rolling, 125-99. Steph Curry, a double-double with 20 points and 10 assists, but uh, not much else for the Warriors. They weren't competitive in this one, PK. Yeah, I didn't really watch it much. I saw the scores, was following the score, flicked over during commercials. I like this Wiseman kid. I think he's going to be a player, and he's going to be something to watch over the years. Now he's just a young pup. So uh, we'll have to see how he develops. But I thought for his first game, for literally having zero preseason games, he looked good. And the Lakers are the Lakers. The Warriors need to get Draymond Green back. And, and uh, you know, he can make an addition to that team and be a little bit better. But the, the Nets, they were fired up to play, obviously, because it was a big, long way to debut, debut for Kevin Durant, who certainly looked good, too, himself. Coming off the Achilles, I thought, and uh, like you, I didn't see much of the game because it went head-to-head with the BYU game. But uh, the little bit I saw and then the highlights I saw, he was moving really well off that Achilles. So, yeah, he looked like Kevin Durant, you know, which is what you want. You wanted wanted to pass the eye test. So he had 22 points in that one. But the test there is going to be, you know, how do they get along in the long run and and how does Kyrie Irving handle the long run? And nobody doubts the talent, but, you know, they're going to be able to – coexist and behave like a championship team and and by they I don't think most of us worried about Durant it's more how does Kyrie Irving interact with everybody whether it's Durant or an assistant coach or the head coach or teammates I believe they have enough talent to come out of the east put them in the mix with uh, Miami is Toronto's time passed or you still got them in the mix uh, probably loosely in the mix. Uh, Boston, I think, has enough talent. Uh, Milwaukee in that anybody. mix? Certainly have to put Milwaukee in there for sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, and they've got some new parts, too, so it may take a little bit because I'm not one of these guys who thinks just because you have all this talent together that has no experience playing together that they should hit the ground running. You know, you go back to uh, Miami with those guys when LeBron went down there. Then they start off like six and eight or something along those lines. Yeah, had a bad start and and didn't win it the first year, obviously. Although they got better as the season went along and they got to the final. They didn't win it. Right. So I believe that it it takes a little time to figure out where guys need to be and all that stuff. So I'm not sure that uh, Milwaukee may get off to the best start, but they certainly have enough talent to, in the long run, get it together. 
Daryl Morey speaking to the Sixers and the team that would like to be in that mix in the uh, East, but we'll see if they're about ready to turn their roster upside down with a couple major trades. That wouldn't shock anybody. Daryl Morey said that uh, in the last 12 months, he had moments where he thought he might never work in the NBA again for reasons I was willing to go down for. But I love working, I love what I do, and I didn't want that to happen. And now, of course, it's up to him to get the Sixers to the top of the mountain in the East and get them to the final. All right, other games tonight. If you're uh, flicking around, you want to watch some stuff. The Pelicans, New Orleans is going to Toronto. Zion will be playing in the regular season opener. His first season in the league, obviously, all over the map. We'll see if he gets a, uh, a smoother ride here this year. The Nuggets open up with, against the Kings. And I guess we've got to keep our eye on the Nuggets all year long, PK, after what they've done the last two years. Well, yeah, my been saying that for two years. And Dallas is traveling to Phoenix. So Luka Doncic, Chris Paul, gear up, 8.30 tonight. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Utah State, fresh off a 45-point win over San Jose State at home Monday night. We'll play San Jose State at home in Logan again tonight. You can listen to that game on 1280 The Zone while the Jazz are over on 97.5 The Zone. I know that there's a, a thing that happens. You know, you, you, you have a game, and if it's pretty close, then you wonder, well, next game, do you make adjustments? Does the other team win? Weber State split two games on the road, won the first one, but lost the second one up in Portland. But 45 points wasn't that close. I don't know what adjustments San Jose State can make in this one, PK. This ought to be another W for the Aggies. Uh, yeah, I know nothing about San Jose State, so if you know anything, you know one thing more than me. Uh, Utah, of course, had the Arizona State game canceled. The Utes' next game, they're going to play UCLA on New Year's Eve. So that's what's up next for the Utes. For the Cougars, they're going to play Weber State, 5 o'clock tonight in Provo. And BYU started to get a few votes in the AP poll after they beat San Diego State last week. And they got Weber State tonight, 5 o'clock, with the, uh, the Jazz game and the Aggie game coming up later. It'll give you a little time to focus on BYU. What is Trending brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up this morning, we're going to talk football. Brian Keel is going to join us at 8 o'clock. Riley Jensen is going to join us at 8.30. Got a couple more college football nuggets to share with you. The Utes and the Transfer Portal. We'll get to that coming up. And we've got BYU. What more can you say about the Cougar football team? Put a wrap on the season this morning. Got a lot of people weighing in on Facebook. You can hit us up on Twitter, David DJ James. Grab your phone, use the app, use the open mic, and you can send us your takes, 15 seconds of audio or less. Send us your takes. We'll get to that coming up. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.